Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Anita Tosh. Anita lives in California in the middle of Silicon Valley, where much of the story from her new book takes place. She is a student of Bible prophecy and has taught Sunday school and Bible study for more years than she is willing to admit. She also enjoys gardening, cooking, and sewing in her free time, and she is learning Hebrew. Welcome, Anita. How are you today? Thank you so much. I'm doing great. Great. Glad to be here. And I'm so happy to have you because your book sounds so interesting. So you're a boomer and we want to discuss your most recent book, The Book of Jeremy. But before we do that, can you share with my audience what made you want to write and what age were you when you first when your first book was published? Well, it was actually my grandchildren that made me want to write. When they were small, they would always say, uh, you know, tell me a story, tell me a story. So I started making up stories and I realized I'm kind of good at this. I hadn't noticed it before. <laughs> so uh, when all the children got older, uh, they were in high school and uh, would be talking to them, you know, what is your classes, you know, having you do? And they would tell me some of the books that the school was having them read. And I was just not happy about some of the stuff they were giving them to read. Hey. And so I thought, well, I'm going to make something that's better for young people to read and well, any age, really. Mm -hmm. And it's in the category of young adult because there's no sex and there's no uh, cussing, mm -hmm. but it's good for all ages. But that was that was my uh, that was my reason. Oh, well, that's a great reason. I love it. That's perfect. So you're a Christian writer, but your books are novels. So I want to say that anybody can enjoy them. You don't need the Bible context to it. It's a story. It's a really good story. So you'll have fun reading it regardless. But the book of Jeremy does address many of our biggest news stories over the last few years. So tell us why you feel it's important to get Jeremy's story out to the world. Well, Jeremy, he is like a modern day Jeremiah. And he is realizing what is happening in the world around him, God starts giving him dreams and visions when he's 12 years old. Mm. And he starts seeing that, oh my goodness, this dream I had seemed really crazy, but look, it connects with something I see in the world around me. Mm. And if we have our eyes open and we're, we're looking at the prophecies in the Bible, we will see fulfillment of Bible prophecy all around us. I mean, it is just really so incredible. It, so much more than ever before. Way back in the, I think it was 48, 46, somewhere around there, you know, when, when Israel became a nation again, that was a really, really big thing that had never happened with any nation before. But, you know, it's been a while. And yeah. so people kind of think, yeah, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like I say, when you're looking, there was so much. So, so I just put it into a, a fun story. You know, it kind of, it's kind of an adventure story. It's in the last days. World War Three gets thrown in there about halfway through. And, you know, these are things that we really should 
be ready for. And so I think it's important for people to realize, okay, the Bible tells you there is going to be a World War III. Be ready. You know, be ready to meet your God. Right. Oh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then, you know, other things that are happening, you know, they, they look at these, uh, well, in my newsletter, I send out a newsletter, uh, Prophecy News, twice a month. And there are people that are putting a chip into their hand in parts of the world already. I know. They're putting it so they can pay it all. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like a good thing. Yeah. I mean, we, we haven't been able to really expect the mark of the beast to come to fruition until recently because we needed the technology. Well, now the, the, Dollars are going away and people are doing crypto or, or they're you know doing all kinds of other ways that are, that are leading up to the mark of the beast that are not cash. Right. And now with all of this, you know, vaccine uh, card that everybody is going to have to have, they're, they're linking that together with you. You can't have a job. You can't buy or sell. And all of this is leading up to the fulfillment of scripture. And so I just really feel an urgency to get the message out there. You know, be ready. You need to have your eyes open and look at what's going on in the world around you. I think that's good advice. And And I think like our age group is recognizing all of this, but the younger people aren't because they haven't studied the Bible and they're frankly just in their own little worlds and they're not paying attention to the bigger world. What is happening around? They're really not. They're just not paying attention. So. Yeah. And, and we have the metaverse coming out now. I don't know how many people have heard about that, but all of this, you know, it's a different uh, augmented reality. It's, you know, virtual reality. They are in something that's not real and they're not noticing the real world around them. And it's, they're getting more and more into something that is just a, just a phony, you know, (laughs) and I've heard recently about some movies that actually show this where people are living more and more in a virtual reality and they don't even care to come back to the real world and they just let everything go. And it's you know, what's real is, is what we got to hold on to. Right. And yeah, I mean, God is real. He made everything. Yes. And the other thing about uh, the, the uh, new reality is they're trying to get rid of God, that God will not be part mm-hmm. of this new reality. And that's a really dangerous thing for us to start following. You know, God is real. Absolutely. God is yes. part of us. He's inside of all of us. And that's just really dangerous if you start ignoring that. And they just totally want to get rid of God. That's what they want. Yes. And there's there's a movement I currently very recently heard about called the nuns, N-O-N-E-S. They want nothing to do with God. They, and wow. this they're, you know, agnostic or in any of the other things that are against God, everything from Wicca to, you know, everything you can think of, but they are um, a movement that are really worldwide. And they, in goodness, just a few years ago, they were only about just a very low percentage, uh, like maybe 4%. And really since the lockdown started a couple of years ago mm-hmm. with so many people being locked out of their churches and, right. and, and getting depressed and so forth, they have lost their belief in God. And that is now up to 25% of people. Really? Wow. Yes. Really a big percentage. Yeah. Ooh. And and then when you look at, I mean, so many, like you said, so many young people, they're not raised in church anymore. No. When I grew up, everybody went to some kind of church. Right. And and nowadays, my goodness, you mentioned the Bible and they're like, eh, you know, what's that? Right. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
You know, it's uh, really, really funny. I'm getting ready. I'm packing up my house to move. And I didn't realize, but I have two really, really old Bibles and they're huge. They're so big. But I read big family Bible. that you really want to look at some of the old Bibles because there's a lot more information in them than, than you'll get in some of the newer ones. So I was paging through and they're coming with me, even though they're very, very heavy, because there's lots of illustrations in them and beautiful pictures. And just, oh, great. it's a beautiful Bible. So I don't know why I haven't been paying it. Well, all these years I've been super busy. So now that you get into retirement, you have a little bit more time. I've got to pull it out and start reading it and going through it. But it just has everything in it. Whereas some of the smaller Bibles that got to condense. So they take things out. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to really give, give it a better look, but many. They all have different kinds of Bible helps and charts and things. As I was writing, it was actually one of these big Bibles where I found a part that I used in, in the book of Jeremy because it had a chart in there that showed all of the different prophets in the Old Testament wow. and the times that they were alive. So you saw which prophet overlapped with what other prophet. Right. And, and so I used that in one of the chapters where he finds a chart like that. And he says, oh, God has given me these these dreams and visions, there's got to be other people that God has given dreams and visions to. Right, right. And so, so he does find another person that, you know, goes into the story where, where they talk about these things together and so forth and find out, you know, Hey, you know, what God is showing you matches with what God is showing me. Right. And, and in fact, it kind of fills in some of the blanks. Oh, that's, <laughs> <You know? cool. laughs> that's great. Yeah. It sounds like such a great story. And like I said, it's an interesting story. Even if you don't believe any of this, you choose not to believe the prophecy, which, you know, you're a little crazy if you do, but if you choose not to, it's still a good story. It's, it's still gonna right. be fun to read. It's, you know, about this young guy starting at what, about age 12 and then Mm -hmm. up to about 18, I think you said. Yeah, he's 17 17. at the end of the, at the end of the book. Right. And then you have other books that are going to follow, correct? With his journey, with more of his journey. Well, what, what I'm doing is companion books where he is from a large family. Mm -hmm. And so the next book I'm working on now is what happens with his older sister, Beth. It was actually her wedding day when World War III broke out. Right after they said, I do. (laughs) So so most of the family gets together and makes it to a safe place uh, outside the city. But her and her husband, they didn't get in that group. And so this is her story. What happens with her and her husband uh, when the whole world is turned upside down and they have to escape out of the city. And yeah, so that's what I'm working on now. Oh, that sounds interesting too, because I had a, my grandmother and my um, grandfather and my aunt were in Germany during the war, whereas my mother and her uh-huh. other sister were here in the United States. So they were separated. It was really, really rough. Uh-huh. Everyone survived, thank God, except I had an uncle Hansi and he didn't die right during the war, but shortly after he was out with his friends and he found a hand grenade in a lake and he picked it up and it blew through him and two other friends blew them up and and they were gone so, oh, so she did oh, lose the son during the war which was really really hard but i can't talk to my aunt anymore because now she has alzheimer's but we used to go and talk about it as much as we could because you'd have to pull it out of them they didn't really want to talk about the war a whole lot but you know it was a terrible time it was a terrible time that we're hard, and we'd never been through those hard times but like you said we might and we better yeah. be ready yeah they are coming again. Yeah. And if, 
and it looks like it's going to be very soon. So yeah. we need to be prepared think, one way or another I think, in every way we can. I think you're right. Things are progressing pretty quickly. So we better be ready. And I'll be more ready than most because I've been through my aunt's story and my grandmother's story. And she wrote a little mm -hmm. book about what happened during the war. So just by reading her book Good. and talking, I mean, it's just, I know what they went through. So I know what to expect. Other people don't have a clue, not a clue. Yeah. And I've heard other people who were through World War II, they look around our country and they say it was just like this right before. Yes. And yeah, they know, they know, they know that the, the signs are here, right. when, whether you know the Bible or not, you see the, yep. you know, our, our government is clamping down on our freedoms, yep. the gut, the constitution's thrown out the window. Right out the window. Yep. Uh, yeah. And you know, it's all the, it's, it's all the, um, the immigrants that came here. They're the ones saying it, the ones that lived under communism, right. they're here now and they're totally frightened. I have a neighbor right next door. Mm -hmm. And she says, Oh my God, she comes from the Czech Republic. And she said, I'm so scared. I'm seeing the same thing. So I know that what you're saying is true. Mm -hmm. The immigrants are telling us this is what happened. And I try and talk about it with family members and they don't want to hear it. Oh, you're just, you know, blowing it all out of proportion. I'm like, Look at the signs, pay attention, get out of your own little world. And they just don't want to, they don't want to get out of their own yeah. little world. And, and that's, that's the way it was when Hitler yes, came to power. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's how we got yeah, there because everyone mm -hmm. just ignored it. And, you know, they go, oh, well, that's not that big a deal. Well, it became a big deal. So yeah, I, I'm sure. Did. Yeah, yeah. I'm very afraid as and, well. And we know that the third world war will be much, much worse. It'll make world war two look like child's play which the if you which it wasn't i mean it no, was, it if was you horrendous to what those soldiers yeah. went through like anytime old soldiers come on and they don't really talk about it a lot but we know it was horrible look at d-day how many people we lost we know it was horrible and yet this could be way worse you're right yeah yeah each one world war one was was horrible mm -hmm. but when you look at world war ii there's so many more people that died right and again, it, it's going to be another quantum leap. I mean, the Bible lets us know that one third of the population of the earth will die. And I can't even fathom that many I people. can't either. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just, it's billions. Right, right. And, and yeah, we don't know, are we going to be part of that one third? Or are we going to be trying to survive after all of everything that we're used to the life being not being there anymore? Right. Yeah. There will be some people that make it. And in the book, I do end with a very positive note that they 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 are out of the city mm -hmm. and, you know, God is protecting them and showing them how to help other people that have stayed alive through all of the terrible things that are happening. And so there there is an, an area that actually there was a bad fire. And so the the powers that be in the book, they just kind of look at that area and think, oh, nobody survived that. We're not you know, they don't even mess with it. But that's where they all are. And Place so to hide. <laughs> Yes, they out have sight, a safe out of place. Mind. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And I do think there's going to be a group of people left behind to help the other people. So, but a third is a big number. It's a scary number. It's, uh, it certainly yeah, is. Yeah. But yeah. And, and, and we do see things starting. I mean, I have two, two of my granddaughters have been trained. One of them is a nurse and the other one is in the medical profession. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're 
they're they're they're clamping down saying okay well if you still want your job uh you you have to get this shot right right and i mean you know that's just the beginning if they're gonna tell you you have to do this to have a job what are they gonna tell you next that you have to do to have a job and see but the people that like most of my family are vaccinated i am not and i will not get vaccinated but they're all on my case a lot saying you need to get it you need to get i'm like my immune system's fine i'm not getting it and i don't want to go into the reasons i'm not getting it it's not a good thing i'm not getting it period but they're all they 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 bought into that, do it for the good of humanity and do it for this and all that brainwashing, which it is brainwashing. It's a communist mindset. But they don't see it. And they, a minute I bring it up, they don't want to talk about. Even my spiritual friends that I thought would be open, I bring up the vaccine. No one wants to talk about it. They shut me down. I'm like, well, I can't help you then. You'll find out what's going on with that. And, you know, not a lot I can do, but it's it's sad, but I think that's where a lot of the deaths are going to come from. I hate to say it, but I think they are very likely. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I wouldn't be at all surprised. Yeah. There's there has already been about a third of the world immunized, if not more by now. Right. See. And yeah, if there's a um, third that dies, that's it. But yeah, it's it's sad. We're not paying attention to what's going on, and and there are movies that are kind of telling us what's happening. But again, we think it's a movie and we mm-hmm. laugh like the matrix years right. ago came out and the matrix kind of talk. It's been so long since I've seen it. I forget, but you had the blue pill and the red pill and you know, the reality and not it's exactly what we're living right now. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Yes. <laughs> right. It's amazing how they, they put it right out there and, and it's like, it's hidden in plain sight. Yes. They, and we ignore they it. tell you we what their plan it. is. Yeah. It's, Yes. Unbelievable. And there's more movies coming out lately and books and all kinds of stuff where they tell us exactly what they want to do. And we just think it's not true. It's fantasy. It's Mm -hmm. whatever. No. Right. Believe them when they say they're going to do that. Yes. It's, it's, it's amazing when you start looking into those things. And then, you know, but like I say, with the, uh, with the Bible too, people have discounted that for years as well. They have. Yeah. 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 Uh I still hear it. That people say they're just right. stories. You can't believe them. They're not real. All this stuff. No. Yeah, they're really very real. <laughs> I've only come to that conclusion recently. I must say there were years when I was like, you know, I didn't, didn't really, I was neutral. I didn't feel one way or the other, but I'm getting much more spiritual as I age and I'm seeing things and I'm realizing that God is here. He's going to take back control, but you know, you've got to pay attention. That book, he gave us that book for a reason. So right. we really do need to pay attention. Yeah, this is the the dividing the darkness from the light right. is what's happening. You know, right. we we see over and over in the stories of the Bible that that mankind turns away from God and they get really wicked and he finally can't take it anymore and he wipes them out like you know Noah and the flood right. and starts over right. <laughs> with just a few that did listen to God. And so we don't know how many there's going to be. There may not be a lot that do listen, right. but there will be some. Yes. We know there will. There be. Is, there's a, a nice group. I mean, I'm in touch with a lot of other other people that are listening and paying attention, but my general family and close friends, a lot of them aren't. So it's very frustrating because I can't discuss anything with them. And that's very, very, very frustrating. Now I've other, like I still sell real estate. I'm a part-time realtor. A lot of my realtor friends understand they see it, but some of the other people that I really thought would in my immediate family, none of them say it I'm the oddball. And they laugh at me. They laugh at me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a kook. Well, we'll find out. 
Well, you know, I really believe there's going to be more and more of that kind of a mindset as we go along, that the people that that do hold on to what's real and what's true, all the rest of the people are going to look at you like you're nuts, you know, (laughs) and and, and what is wrong with you and you are the problem. And and yes, it's it's okay to pick you up and put you in a concentration camp because you are the problem. Yes, yes. Right. Well, that's the way they're thinking about the vaccine, too. I'm the problem for not getting it. And then they'll say to me, like, oh, I'm really worried. What if something happens to you? I'll never forgive myself. And I'm like, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm protecting myself. I'm doing whatever I have to to keep my immune system up. I'm taking the vitamins that I need to take. And I have a good mindset. I will be fine. But I worry about you guys. They don't get that. That's it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 is so amazing how how they quickly how they their mind in. can even yeah. accept that. Right. Yeah. Right. They that, it that, into it hook, line, and sinker. It's very upsetting. Um, right. Yeah. That that, it, that if you don't take it, you're going to hurt me. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> how can I not hurt you? You you should be protected, right? Well, they're finding out they're not because I have a couple friends that had the vaccine that now have COVID. I've never gotten COVID Mm -hmm. and I flew to uh, Florida in the beginning of October in the airports. I had to wear the masks, but I didn't wear the mask if I didn't have to. And I was in crowds of people. I wasn't always in, but I I tried to stay away, but I didn't worry about, I'm not worried that I'm going to pick it up and I'm just not. And good for you because fear is the biggest weapon of the enemy. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, you know, in the Bible, God tells us, fear not 365 times. So for every day of the year, (laughs) no matter what is happening, fear not. Because fear lowers your frequency and we need to keep our frequency high right now. We need that God frequency and fear will just bring it down. And so many people are so afraid. They're taking tests Mm -hmm. and they're wearing masks and they're doing this because of the fear. They are so afraid. That's it. Fear is really Mm -hmm. harmful. You're right. Absolutely. And yeah, if we can just, just hold on to that thought and realize, you know, I don't have anything to be afraid of and I'm not going to let them put me in that box of fear where bad things happen, you know, (laughs) but what, what you expect and what you look for, that's what you're going to get. So you got to keep that positive mind frame. Absolutely. Totally great. So tell us the names of your other books and a little description of them in case people want to read those books too. Okay, well, my first book was The Zella Chronicles, and this is about a little girl who her and her parents are in an accident, and she dies, and it's really difficult for the parents uh, to deal with this, but the, the family, I mean, the story in the book really focuses on her. It starts with her in heaven and her saying how, how happy she is with, you know, all the things there, and she can't wait till she grows up, and, and Jesus tells her, what makes you think you're going to grow up? You know, <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, uh, it, that's the way it always worked on, on you know, earth, right? I, uh, yeah, yeah, on earth. Aren't I going to grow up and be big like my mommy? And, right. and he said, well, you know, this is this is heaven. Everything's perfect here. There's nothing to help you mature. Right. And and so if you want to mature, you'll have to help some people on earth. And so each chapter is a, a little mission that she goes on oh. and she helps people on earth through some difficult time in their life and helps them get back on track where they need to be. Oh, that is so neat. I love yeah. that idea. That is yeah. really Thank cool. You. And I do and, believe uh, so- we all have angels around us that help us. So absolutely yeah. yeah we wouldn't still be here no no you're right <laughs> absolutely oh my god yes thank god for his help right, right. and then the next one is called uh, god's armory 
And this one is also an end time book. Uh, it's only it's, it follows a whole church. And this one will, just like this one, it'll have companion novels where it goes into more detail with the different people. But this one kind of is an overview. And it goes further uh, in time than, than the, the book of Jeremy. It, it goes through the last three and a half years. It goes through uh, World War III and the second coming of Jesus. And we even step into the millennial reign at the end of the book. Oh, Now, is that and out so, already or not? Oh, yes, that's available. It's that available. Okay, I'll have to look at that one, too. That sounds very interesting. Because that covers the whole scope, right? It it, it covers yeah, it, yeah. yeah. That would be interesting. <laughs> Read ahead of time. Look and see what's coming. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And, yeah, so it, uh, yeah, it, it says, uh, God's armory, will you ride with him? And so the cover is is a picture of Jesus on his uh, second return with all the all the saints on white horses behind him. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and so that's what we're looking forward to. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> Yep. We we want to be there. We want to be there and we need so the we, help. We absolutely need the help. Yeah, the first two are available on Amazon. And then the, the book of Jeremy is available on many more platforms. And I'm working on an audio version. Oh, that's uh, great. That I I hope to get that. Are you going to read it yourself? Yes. Good, good. That's great. Yeah, I mean, you were telling stories to your grandchildren. I'm sure you're the right person to read it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I was... I actually, I was going to have someone else do the reading. I'm thinking that'll give me more time to do writing. And in prayer one day, God said, read your own book. There you go. You got the book. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Whatever you say. I was just trying to save time, but. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know what you mean. You'll give it the right emphasis. It's got, I think it has to be you. A different kind of a book someone else could read, but I think this is probably important. So he told you, he set you straight. (laughs) He, yeah, he, he got me going that way. Oh, that so. is so funny. <laughs> That's so, great. So I've got it. I've got it all recorded and I just have to do the editing and figure out the rest, how to get it to market. And we're, okay. we're good. <laughs> so I think you can put that up on Amazon too, right? The recording? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That shouldn't be too hard to do. So do you also have your own website or not? Oh, yes. Okay. Booksbyanita.com. So that has okay. um, all three books on there. Tells you all about mean about each book. There's a blog connected. And if you'd like to get my uh, my newsletter, you can just contact me through my website and say, uh, please add me to your mailing list and you'll get the uh, prophecy report twice a month. Oh, that would be great. That would be very interesting. I'll have to sign up for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I was going to say something else and now it went right out of my head. Oh, well, I'll think of it. So, oh, I know you have a Facebook group too for fans of your book. Uh, so if you start, yes. yeah, so if my audience starts reading the books and they really enjoy them, they could jump into the Facebook group because then you can discuss it, which is great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Please do join me on the Facebook group. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because times are so crazy, one thing I do on my Facebook group is there is a Christian or a clean comic for every day. So oh. if you want to start your day with a smile, That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> then, uh, I mean, there's also, you know, things, prophecy things that come up and I post the prophecy thing on there, but I'm thinking, you know, I don't want, I don't want this to be glum. Right. We, we have a, we have a hope, right. we have a marvelous hope right. and we want to keep our focus. And there. when we get to the other side of all this, life will be so wonderful. It will be so different. So <sighs> yes. we just have to get through it. And then we'll have all the happiness and joy and things that we should have had for a long time, but people were fighting us and it wasn't there, but we will have it. 
Yes. When, when, when Jesus returns, yep. things will be right. Yep. There will truly be justice yep. and it'll be better than we could ever imagine. Yeah, I totally agree. And I can't wait. It can't happen soon enough because every day Amen. I just feel like pulling my hair out when you see what's going on sometimes. And it's like, I can't wait for him to come back. We need Jesus now. And I think you're right. I think it is very close. Like you said, the signs are all there. We are getting very probably in the year 2022, I think things are going to be happening. It, yeah, it, it could be months. I mean, it, it could, it could be years. I don't know, but it's very, very close, yeah, yeah. which any way you look at it, it can't be long. Yep, I agree. Well, thank you so much for being with me today, Anita. This has been a great conversation. I think there's going to be a lot of boomers that enjoy it. And we're the people that are more so. likely looking at things from this direction. So hopefully we can help some of our children and grandchildren see what's going on to help them through all of this. And I guess as things get progress more, all of a sudden more people will wake up and they'll go, oh my gosh, she was right. You know, we're seeing things now that they might not see till later on. So hopefully there'll be more and more people waking up as we move along. And then we're there to help them. Amen. Yes. That's our job. Well, thank you so much for having me on here. I've totally enjoyed it. Thank you. I do too. And I encourage my audience to go out and get the book of Jeremy. And for those of you who like to read on Kindle, it's less than $3 to buy the book on Kindle. So go buy that and all the other books. You'll really enjoy them. It's it's a good story, even if you don't want to believe in the Bible route. The story's there and it's just a really good story. So if you like to read, you're going to enjoy it either way. But maybe you'll see little sparks here and there and you'll say, yeah, you know what? She's right. She's right. I I see it now. So we'll see. So thank you again, Anita, and Happy New Year. Thank you. Same to you, Terry. God bless. Thank you. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old.